0: Welcome back to the Take the Candy Podcast. You're here again with your host, John Anthony. This is episode 10. We've made it to double digits, folks. It's a pleasure to have you back. And we're recording episode 10 after going 5-0 with our picks in episode 9. Looking forward to sweeping another board. This is a monumental episode for the podcast. Finally got some good news. We've been wrestling with the business folks. Since we began this podcast, we got a big announcement at the end of this episode, so make sure you listen all the way through. We'll give you that announcement after our picks. And before we get rolling with the picks, I just want to remind you that if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Again, that's 1-800-GAMBLER. We're heading out to Logan, Utah for the Friday night matchup between the visiting Colorado State U Rams and the Utah State Aggies. The spread as I record the pod is Colorado State as a two and a half point favorite. That's Colorado State minus two and a half. This is a Mountain West matchup there at Maverick Stadium, and I know you folks love my Friday night picks because I don't think I've hit one since we started to record the pod, but this is going to be the one. We're riding the hot hand here. Colorado State, the visiting team, 3-3 on the year, 2-0 in the Mountain West. Their last matchup, they beat New Mexico 36-7. Todd Santillo the QB there, is a senior. He takes care of the ball, this kid. Last game, he threw for almost 300 yards, 16 of 25. And he doesn't throw picks. He's very risk-averse when he makes his plays. So watch for that as you watch this game on Friday night. On the other side of the ball, you have Utah State, who loves to turn the ball over. They have more experience on the offensive side, but they they do like to give the ball up. And that's going to be a factor in this game. So remember that. Their QB, Bonner loves to sling the ball around he's got seven picks through the first six games of this season Utah State is four and two they got a better record coming into this one they are the home team but just watch out for Bonner's careless play with the ball because that's going to factor into this one now for Colorado State they love to use the tight end senior tight end Trey McBride has been the recipient of many passes in between the red zones now Colorado State has had trouble punching the ball in. I think what they're gonna need to do in this game is is gonna have to find McBride and score points. On the defensive side, Colorado State has been pretty tough. They let up their opponent about 20 points a game, and they really shut down New Mexico in the last outing and held them to about 70 total yards in the game. If they can bottle that defense, that defense that they showed their last time out, They're going to be, it's going to be a tough ask for Utah State, especially with the fact that they love to turn the ball over. This is going to be a tightly contested game. The difference in this one is going to be the defense. Look for Colorado State to force some turnovers in this game and play a field uh, position game. It's not going to require them to take full trips down the field. And they're going to get more points than they've been averaging just by virtue of the field position that they're able to create in this game. The spread is two and a half. I could see this one ticking up, and and we'll get into, unfortunately, our our ability to give you up-to-date lines as they close. We can't because we record this podcast early, and I'll talk about that more later Uh, when we give our big announcement to you folks but as I see it now it's Colorado State laying the two and a half I can see this one going to three and a half so when you listen to this podcast try and lock in Colorado State as soon as possible remember this is a Friday night game so the pick in this one is going to be the Colorado State Rams on the road laying the two and a half Heading out to La La Land for the Sunday afternoon matchup between the visiting Detroit Lions and the hosting Los Angeles Rams. Man, the Lions are just struggling. They were in so many games and last week they got crushed by Cincinnati 34-11 and in that game, this team that was battling and clawing and fighting to find a win hit their wall. They definitely hit their wall. You could feel the air getting sucked out of that organization last week. And now they have to go on the road to the West Coast to play one of the best teams in football, if not the best team in football. The spread as I record the pod is the LA Rams as a 15.5 point favorite. That's a Rams minus 15.5. It's a 4.05 Eastern kick on Sunday afternoon. Look, don't overthink this one. The Rams come into this one after going to the East Coast last week. Playing the Giants and beating the Giants 38-11, and your boy Matt Stafford didn't even play in the second half. It uh, the last ten minutes of the fourth quarter in that game because it was such a blowout. The Giants kept their starters in all game, got a touchdown late with a two-point conversion to get it to 38-11. But that game was really just a blowout from wire to wire. And that's what we're going to see again this week. Because Detroit is even worse than the Giants are. Jared Goff can't seem to get it going. And you saw their coach, Dan Campbell, at the press conference after that game against the Bengals, basically say, I love Goff. He's doing everything he can, but he needs to do more. The question now is, can he do more? Does he have more in him? And does he have the weapons to find a way to do more? Last week, we saw Cooper Cup had a big game. Nine catches, 130 yards. Uh, Robert Woods had a big game. Henderson had a tutty in that game. The Rams are really have so many weapons that they can go to in order to score points. And that's what they do every game. Now, on defense, the Rams are solid. They're not going to blow you away, but they're going to get after you up front, which is going to be an issue for Goff, who's already having major issues in the offensive game. You throw Aaron Donald in there. You throw these guys in there that are going to throw off the timing. They're going to throw off the routes. And really, Detroit has no shot in this game. Now, we know Detroit's 0-6. We know they had a lot of fight. But I think that fight is out of them. I think they lost all the fight they had just because it is disconcerting to go out every week and play your tail off and not to be able, and not be able to come out with a win. Obviously, they've had some tough losses. We've talked about them before on the pod. They had the 66-yard field goal against the Rams that beat them. And then they had the uh, Minnesota nightmare two weeks ago that they uh, they lost that game. So although the Lions are going to do everything they can, they're just not going to be able to stay in this game. Don't overthink it. It's one of the best teams in the NFL at home playing against the worst team in the NFL. I think this could be a huge blowout. We could be seeing something like 41 to 14 in this game. So give me the Rams laying the 15 and a half. We head out to Bowling Green, where Eastern Michigan comes in to face Bowling Green State University. This game is going to kick at 12 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. The spread as I record the pod is Eastern Michigan minus three. That's Eastern Michigan as a three point favorite in this game. Now we'll start with some trends that you may hear about. If you look up this game, if you talk to anybody that may have some selections in this game, They're going to tell you that Bowling Green is great at covering spreads. And that's what they've been doing this season. And if you listen to the podcast, you know how I feel about that stuff. I don't really buy it. If you want the numbers Bowling Green 6-1 in their last seven at the spread, their games usually go under if you're looking at totals. And Eastern Michigan 2-5 in their last seven at the spread. But to me, to JA, to the Take the Candy pod crew, those statistics don't matter. We run our numbers, we run our system based on the game, based on the analytics of that game, not based on what's happened already. So if we, if we analyze these two teams, here's what we got. Eastern Michigan comes in, 4-3 and three overall, 1-2 and two in the MAC Conference, and they lost last week to Ball State, 38-31. They struggled defensively. They gave up almost 450 yards to Ball State, and 230, roughly, of those came through the air. Now, on offense, they had a big day. Ben Bryant was 35 of 48, under center for about 330. And he also, um, they also got about 105 on the ground. So this team put up roughly 450 yards of offense last game. They're looking to turn their season around. If you look at some of the analytics, this could be this Eastern Michigan team could be a team that could be bowl eligible. But they're going to need to start by winning this game. Now, on the other side, Bowling Green's 2-5. and five, They got a three-game losing streak coming into this one. They lost last week to Northern Illinois 34-26. Their QB, Matt McDonald, he struggled in a lot of games. Last week was one of those, 16-41 of for 235 and a touchdown, and he did pick up about 75 yards on the ground on his own on six carries. So he's got that element of the dual-threat QB, which Eastern Michigan is going to have to find a way to stop it. Eastern Michigan's bugaboo this year has been their defense. But they're in a position now, a bounce back position, on the road, in conference, and they're going to need to start piling those wins if they want a shot at getting a bowl game this year. So I will say this, this game will be close, but the Eastern Michigan Eagles are just the better team. And they're going to be looking to bounce back this week. Bowling Green has been lackluster, especially in their last couple weeks. And they haven't given you any signals that they're coming out of it. So I think it's going to be another week of non-performance for Bowling Green. Eastern Michigan has a better offense, and I get it. People are going to tell you Bowling Green cover spreads and they have a good D. But this particular game, they're going against a different style of offense, an offense that's going to want to torch them through the air. Eastern Michigan has depth in their program, which will help them in this game if if they're dealing with nicks and bangs and, and bruises that guys are gonna have. So the pick in this one is the Eastern Michigan Eagles laying the three points. Heading out to West Lafayette as the Wisconsin Badgers come into town To face the Purdue Boilermakers. The spread as I record the pod is Wisconsin as a three-point favorite. That's Wisconsin minus three. This game is going to be kicking off at 3 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. Now, I know we had Purdue as our take the candy special in episode nine last week, and not only did we take that candy, but Purdue got a win on the money line, going into Kinnick Stadium in in Iowa City and coming out of there with a W over number two. We warned you about Iowa. We told you that they didn't deserve to be the number two. We told you that they weren't going to be able to perform, and Purdue just outclassed them completely. Now. What a spot for Purdue to be in. A three-point dog at home on the Saturday afternoon. They got Wisco coming in. Wisconsin coming in after a 20-14 victory over our boys. Army, go USA. 20-14, hard fought. Game was probably a lot closer than a lot of people thought it would be. Wisconsin that with the W, moving back to 500 at 3-3. Look, we told you in one of the earlier episodes, Graham Mertz, the QB for Wisconsin, just... We don't know what he's going to look like, and he's been awful. He's got two tutties on the year and seven picks. This guy can't win a game. They rely on their rushing game in order to get their W's, right? So they come into Purdue, and what did I tell you last week? Purdue has one of the most underappreciated defenses in the nation. They're great at stopping the run. So you're going to have a great run game for Wisco versus a great run D for Purdue. On the other side of the ball, Purdue's best part of their game is their passing game. Wisconsin does a great job at stopping the pass. So you got great pass D versus great pass O and great run D versus great run O. It sets up the perfect table for this matchup on the Saturday afternoon. Now, Purdue is now ranked and there's going to be talk about them possibly being in a letdown position. And what does that mean? That means they just went on the road, beat number two, and now they're going to be coming back and people think that they're going to be emotionally drained and they're not going to be able to hang with Wisconsin. Here's the thing. Wisconsin is not a heavy scoring team. And as Purdue Boilermakers are getting three points and they're at home, they're going to feel the juice in the stadium. And they knew, they circled these two games on the calendar before they even kicked off against Iowa, knowing that these were both big games that the nation would be looking at. And not only is the nation looking... Because of who their opponent is, now the nation's going to be looking because Purdue's got a 2-5 in front of their name. Purdue has to avoid the letdown in this game after the Iowa win. And they're going to do that by David Bell in the past game, having a huge game like he did last week. Now David Bell's going to be the X Factor. Now, a little wrinkle, we know that Purdue uses uses two QBs. Last week, we saw him use three. I expect you're going to see that even more this week because the pass game is going to be stifled. So you may not see O'Connell as much. You may see Plummer and, and the third quarterback in there because they're good at the RPOs, they're good at the zone reads, and they're good at running the ball. So you're going to see a good game plan by Purdue in this. They know what they need to do to get a win. Now I'm not picking the upset. But I am telling you, Purdue is going to keep this within a field goal. The spread is three. Purdue is going to keep this within a field goal. And I wouldn't be surprised if Purdue won in convincing fashion. So the pick in this one is going to be the Purdue Boilermakers. We're playing the hot hand because we don't buy in the letdown nonsense. So give me the Purdue Boilermakers plus a three. It's your favorite time of the episode. The music changes so you know where we're at. It's the Take the Candy special here in episode 10. And for this one, we're headed to Air Force. San Diego State coming in as a four and a half point dog in this one. The game kicks at 7 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. The spread, as I record the pod, is San Diego State plus four and a half. That's San Diego State as a four and a half point dog in this one. You already know who the pick is, so let's get right to the analysis. These are two teams that deserve to be in the top 25. You got six and zero San Diego State, that's uh, number 22 overall as I record this pod, and you have Air Force, that's unranked. They're six and one, but they do have a win against Boise State. San Diego State. Looking to go to 7-0 on the season. Air Force looking to get in the way. And we know Air Force. They're a military academy and they're under strict recruiting measures because they need to fit their students in fighter jets. And you're not putting a 6'5", 280-pound guy in a fighter jet. So they have a tough time in their recruiting class. But for that, for what they have, they, they have recruited the best of the best. And that's why they're 6-1. and one. And that's why they beat Boise State. But you know what we're getting from them. We're getting the triple option. And on the other side of the ball, San Diego State, one of the best run defenses in the nation. So you got the run-heavy offense versus The One of the best run defenses in the nation. It sets up for a beautiful Saturday night matchup at Falcon Stadium. So what you need to look for in this game is what San Diego State is able to do on offense. Because that's where they struggle. Jordan Berkshire, their QB, is completing less than 50% of his passes for only about 500 yards and two touchdowns. He's going to need to do more if they're going to want a shot at winning this game. Now, defensively, like I said, great run D. They're only allowing about 16 points a game, which is why they remain undefeated. And your boy, Patrick McMorris, he leads San Diego State with tackles. He's got 40 tackles. And Caden McDonald is the guy who's going to go after the passer. He's got three and a half sacks. And Taylor Hawkins on the back end with two picks. Now, Air Force has won three of their last four home games. And they're home here. Their QB, Hazik Daniels, also completing less than 50% of his passes. But remember, this is a rush heavy, triple option offense. Their ground game is averaging about 340 yards per contest, and that's nothing to sneeze at. Now, their, their top rusher, Brad Roberts, he's got about 820 yards and eight tutties on the year. Defensively, they're only allowing 16 points a game. So what this is setting up for is a grinded out defensive struggle with Air Force having the nod because they're at home and because San Diego State's offense has struggled. But this is a game where the better team defense is the visitor. The better team defense is San Diego State. And Air Force has been one-dimensional on offense. And if you tell me that all they can do is run and tell me the Aztecs of San Diego State have one of the best run defenses in the nation, well, damn I'm taking that D, especially when I'm getting four and a half points. Now, I will remind you, this line's probably going to move. It may move to four. It may move to three and a half. So get it while you can. But anything over a field goal, I love this. Take that candy. The pick is San Diego State plus four and a half at Air Force. And remember, this is a 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern game on Saturday night. So the Take the Candy special here in Episode 10, San Diego State Aztecs plus four and a half. All right, we've made it to the end of episode 10 in our pick segment here on the Take the Candy podcast. And I promised you a big announcement. So here it is. When we kicked off the Take the Candy pod, I spoke with the business folks about getting you the prime content. And prime content for us sports advisors and consultants and people involved in the analytics is getting the closing lines. And what I mean by closing lines is what the spreads are the day before or the morning of, they kick off. Now, as you've probably seen over the last 10 episodes, the spreads do change a little bit and we've been beat by that on a handful of occasions. So what I was finally able to arrange with the business folks is providing you people that listen, that follow and that subscribe, the closing lines. And we're gonna do it via package. And we've got everything set up to the point where I could keep my people happy and I could keep you happy at the same time because everybody's looking to benefit from the closing line picks. So here's what we're going to be able to offer. We're going to start laying out packages. You can buy NCAA football weekly packages. And there's going to be two of those packages. Same thing with NFL. And then we're going to do one that's going to be a mixed bag. It's going to be NFL and NCAA. You could also do that on the month. So you could do NCAA, monthly package, NFL, monthly package, mixed bag, monthly package. Now there's different prices in terms of these and there's going to be uh, multiple picks for each package. But I just wanted to float it out there. We're going to be able to provide you listeners with the closing line picks that we take every week. Now with this podcast... I got to record days in advance. The a and people have to do their editing and then we got to get it out to you by Thursday. But with these closing line packages, I can give you the picks that the Take the Candy crew is making on the morning of the game, whether it be Saturday morning or Sunday morning. And with those picks, we're uber successful, just like we are here in the Take the Candy podcast. We are not stopping the free picks that I'm offering every week here on the podcast. That's something I did not wanna stop and I fought against it. So these five picks that you get every week that you come to listen to that are free, that are our advice, you're gonna still get those. That's not going anywhere. But we're gonna offer you more content through the packages and I'm not gonna give you the terms of them now. If you're interested, and only if you're interested in learning more, flip us an email. It's takethecandypod at gmail.com. Again, it's takethecandypod at gmail.com. You could DM us, you know where it's at on Twitter, at takethecandypod on Instagram, at takethecandypod. Flip us a message, let us know if you're interested. I'll have my people get out with the packages, with the prices and what the terms are, so that you guys have them. We're gonna start rolling out these packages, not for this coming weekend, The weekend of the the 22nd, we're going to get them out for next weekend. The picks are going to start for the weekend of October 29th, which is the Friday. We're going to roll that into Saturday, Sunday, and we're going to get those picks to you as the lines begin to close, right as we near kickoff. So you'll get those via email. So if you're interested, flip an email to Take the Candy Pot at Gmail or DM us on the social media that you guys should already be following, and we'll get you that info so you can figure out if it's something you want to do. And if you don't, great. But if you do, this is content that I can't offer you through the podcast that I can get you before they kick off so you could keep earning cash just like we do here at Take the Candy Pot. I fought like hell to get you this. So now I can finally say that I can provide it and as the time goes on, we'll be able to, to streamline the process. But for the time being, flip us an email, let us know if you're interested. We're setting it up kinda on the fly, but we'll have everything ready to go for next week. And we could get you out the package, prices, and terms by the middle of next week. So before you're listening to episode 11, if you flip us an email with your email contact information, we could get you all that. And that's damn exciting for, for JA. It's damn exciting for the Take the Candy pod crew who fought for this for you too. And it's damn exciting for you. So let us know if you're interested. I'm happy to bring it. I also want to shout out my boys some rumblings and this will be a a later announcement some rumblings now on the east coast where things changing with sports betting being legalized I got my partners over there that are chomping at the bit and we got a big announcement coming down probably in the next month or so so stay tuned for that but in the near term we got the packages the take the candy pod picks are coming out to you so let us know if you're interested again it's take the candy pod picks at gmail.com or hit us up on the social media and let us know and we'll get those terms to you and the pricing as soon as possible I thank you again for listening subscribing sharing and sticking with us let's sweep another board 5-0 last week looking to come back 5-0 this week God bless you and stay focused on making cash it's the take the candy podcast with your boy J.A.